0: everyone. This is Let's Get Lit Podcast, a book club with a twist. Ooh, yeah, I like the sound of that. In
1: this prologue episode, we're going to go over the format of this podcast. We're also going to talk a little bit about how we plan to run this book club. Of course, we also need to introduce ourselves and we're going to share some of our favorite books and drinks. And you can all get a sense of whether or not we're the type of people that you want to go book clubbing with. And if you do decide that you want to get lit with us, we can all kick off our first official episode on the same page.
0: So, honey. So, <laughs> let's start off with introductions. Hi, everyone. I'm Brandy. And I'm Star. So, if we sound like porn stars, it's only because we're using our nom de plumes for this podcast. And we picked those names based on the names of the first pets that each of us had.
1: I mean, that's more or less true, except if I'm honest, I had two pets growing up, and one was my cat, whose name was Bozo, (laughs) and I really didn't want to go by that name. I didn't feel like Bozo was the name of someone who necessarily knew how to read, so I decided to go with my dog, Star, which feels a lot better and I feel more comfortable using that name moving forward. Okay well
0: I'm a little bummed I can't call you Bozo but if you (laughs) thought that was bad I had a choice between my first dog Brandy or my first cat Pussy Willow.
1: (laughs) Okay well I'm definitely not upset that I don't get to call you Pussy Willow every week. I definitely prefer Brandy so yeah that's it. It's going to be Brandy and Star. Those are our pen names and you know, we decided we needed to use some because we're going to be getting
0: pretty drunk each week um, and we're definitely going to need some privacy yeah so now that everyone knows who we are start why don't you talk a little bit about the format and how we're going to treat this
1: um basically the way we're treating it is we are going to pair a book with a drink every week when we started putting this together we immediately came up with a list of different cocktails that we wanted to drink, and then you know, kind of belatedly decided we needed to find books that went along with that. So I say
0: that's entirely.
1: Well, true. <laughs> you know, I would say maybe that's true for one of us, but I'm not gonna name names. But start, whatever, brandy. You want to tell them a little bit more about format and how this is gonna
0: roll? Sure. So we're gonna do two episodes for each book that we read. Um, the first episode, we're going to basically just introduce the book that we're reading to you or reading. <laughs> we're by not going to read to
1: you. We can barely read to ourselves. <laughs> that's
0: true. Heard, I don't know if we've. Heard well, me read Brandy out loud might yet, but... be
1: reading to me, but <laughs> that's nobody's business. It's our book club, and we'll read the way we want to.
0: Okay, so the first episode, yeah, we're just going to give a little bit of background about. about the, <laughs> a little bit. We're going to give some background.
1: Brandy <laughs> Brandy's <about>
0: drunk. <laughs> Let's get lit. Okay. Okay. We're going to be serious now. So the first episode, we're just going to give background about the book. We're going to tell you why we picked it, uh, what our expectations are. We'll probably go over some fun facts and things like that. We're also going to let you know what our drink pairing is for the week. Um, Generally speaking, I think we probably will not have read the book at the first episode, although we might have. So even though we'll try not to give any spoiler alerts during episode one of each book – you know be prepared.
1: Yeah, I'd say, you know, it's going to take us. We're not quick readers, so we're giving ourselves 2 weeks to read each book. Most likely since we're procrastinators, like Brandy said that first episode I doubt we'll have done any reading by that point, but then, you know, we're all in the same place. We can kind of talk about, you know, what we understand the book to be about, maybe it's kind of like Brandy said some fun facts about what we've heard.
0: If there was a movie about it, we yeah. should probably watch the movie.
1: Oh my god, we should definitely watch the movie. That's way easier. Except, <laughs> yeah, I don't this know. This is not
0: like trying to cheat at a, like, test. I mean,
1: we're still gonna read the book, but we should also definitely read the movie if there is one. Let's and hopefully read the there movie. Is. <laughs> let's read the movie and let's watch the book.
0: Excellent idea. Um, so then for episode two, if you want to read along with us, we'll actually be discussing in I guess, reviewing the book in the second episode.
1: Yeah. So Uh, be mindful that there will be spoilers. Um, If you haven't read it and you want to, don't listen to the second episode. Just listen to the first one. And if you're in a book club already and you don't want to read the book, then you can listen to us talk about it and then use this as a cheat sheet.
0: Exactly. Um, Another thing that we want to do is if you have read the book or you're reading along with us, we want to hear your reviews. So you can shoot us an email of your review at letsgetlitpodcasts at gmail.com and we will read our favorite ones on the air. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be like a did you love it or hate it or just, you know, if you have a story about the book. Yeah,
1: whatever you want. We just want
0: to talk to you so we don't have to only talk to each other. Yeah,
1: we just really want this to be a book club. And if you don't participate, it's just Brandy and I talking to walls basically and we've had enough of each other so please participate we need more friends we need more friends. Um. Right now we each have one friend. <laughs> Be our friend, please.
0: Uh, we're going to release one episode a week on Wednesdays, so take a look for our episodes every week on Wednesdays, although when we start off we're going to give you a few episodes so you can decide if you hate us or love us. But probably love us.
1: Yeah. And if you hate us, love you. just don't tell us. Just, you know, block us and pretend this never happened because we don't do well with negative feedback. Cool. Unless it's about the book.
0: Okay. So, to backtrack a little bit, I think that the reason that we're trying to start a book club is because we have tried to join book clubs. We've tried to start our own book club. It has never been successful, partly because we're the only people who like ourselves, and also because we're both from the same small town. You cannot get together with a group of your friends from the same small town and talk about a book. Nope. When somebody's high school boyfriend's mom ran into you in Safeway. Yeah. So... What we really want is to try to find our, our people in the podcast world and start a podcast book club where we can drink pantsless and talk kind of about the books, but not in a really smart way.
1: Yeah. And like a really drunk way, I would say. So I feel like we just want to come to a safe space where it can be both the wine and it can be the alcohol and it can also be about the books Exactly. and about not wearing pants.
0: Yes. So sit back, relax. Put your headphones in your ears, grab a glass of whatever it is you're drinking, maybe take a, a bubble bath. Oh, a bottle is good. And, you know, just listen to the soothing sounds of star <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't know that anyone would accuse my sounds of being soothing, but, you know, they'll make you feel better about yourself. <laughs> so right. that's what I have to offer you guys.
0: Since we're not going to tell people our actual names, do you want to talk at least a little bit about your likes and dislikes so people can kind of get to know you and me and see if there are people?
1: Yeah, well, my first like is Brandy. (laughs) Like
0: me or the drink?
1: Both. (laughs) Why are you making me choose? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like it's important to point out that we know way too much about each other and that we've been friends since we were like two years old, so... We're going to try to avoid the inside jokes, but they might come out every now yeah. and then. So it's
0: been, for reference, about 30 years of knowing each other's deep and dark secrets. Yeah. we can't. Let's skip over that part.
1: We'll skip over the deep <laughs> and dark secrets. Maybe we'll get back to them since we have our fake names. I feel like there is a little bit of privacy and security here. I feel like this podcast is a safe space. But yeah, favorites. What are your favorite books? Since this is... <laughs> supposed to be a book club
0: I have so many favorite books but the number one that comes to mind is a tree grows in Brooklyn did you oh my read that?
1: god so I did not read that what no and it's not my fault because it's something that everyone reads in school yes I never had the opportunity and then I've been thinking about this for I don't know 20 years how old am I I'm like 50 no I'm 30 I don't know I don't remember but I've been planning to read this book forever and I put a hold on it at the library because I'm old school like that and it's been like eight months, and yesterday it became available. Are you kidding? So I just started reading it today. Okay.
0: Well, I hope that it holds. I feel like
1: so no pressure, but this is your favorite book. That's Tell fair. Me why. But
0: let me kind of backtrack a little bit. The reason it's my favorite book is it was assigned as a reading book. Please don't spill the wine you're pouring right now. You're not the boss of me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good job. So I don't like <laughs> <spilling the wall. laughs> it was assigned as the summer reading book for, like. What do they call it? It's not AP when you're a freshman, but it's honors, honors. Honors. So it was the assigned reading for honors English when you're going into your freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I, the book is about a girl who's growing up in Brooklyn and it just like, shocker. it resonated with me at she that point a in Is she also a tree? Life. She's not. Is she tall? I don't think so. Okay. But
1: what's the tree got to do with it? Don't tell me I'm reading it. Stop spoiling this for me.
0: It's an allegory, okay. Basically. I thought we weren't gonna talk about but that's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. I just feel like the character of her was so relatable, and I've read that book probably like four or five times really since I read it the first time because nothing really happens in the whole book. It's just kind of a coming of age story, but it's a coming of age story that's not about a dude, which that's is refreshing. I know, and it just I just loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the character. I loved her family. I loved that she was like an independent woman at a time where independent women weren't really a thing. It just... I don't know.
1: It was pre-Destiny's Child.
0: Yeah, there was no... Was it? When
1: was this book written? It was written... A while ago, it, right? Yeah, it was like a in long the time ago. 40s or something. I want to say
0: I don't even remember. I don't the name know. Of the you author. read it. I want to say her name was Betty White, but I feel like I that's feel wrong. like
1: we can say that. Okay, I'm gonna alternative facts.
0: I'll redact that as needed. Okay. Um, what's your favorite book?
1: So I didn't realize you were just gonna have one. Oh,
0: I have more, but I wanted to trade off.
1: Okay, because I was trying to think of my favorite books. I went and looked at my Goodreads list, and I'm like, oh, I have 90 favorite books. <laughs> I wish that things were so simple as if this were just like what's your favorite movie? And I could say Titanic. I've seen it (laughs) nineteen times in movie theaters and then, you know, nineteen thousand times at home. But I can't pick just one because there's so many different genres I care about and I'm like, how do I like compare my favorite nonfiction to my favorite young adult book? To my favorite thriller, to my favorite like just literary classic. I I feel like the one that always comes to mind for me is The Awakening by Kate Chopin. Oh, I
0: have not read that.
1: Um, See, this is just ghost show. We had totally different educations. I went to an all-girls school, so (laughs) naturally they were like, you will read feminist literature. And I just... It's funny because I do want to go back and read that book and understand why I loved it so much I will say another book that is set in New Orleans really yeah you definitely should read it Brandy because you would love it but yeah it was I think the reason it stuck out to me so much was because it was the first book I had read in like two years and being in high school that I actually enjoyed and I was just shocked by that but it also was just so relatable and it really made me think for the first time like as a 15 year old not a woman but still a girl how like does that Brittany? song go i'm
0: not a girl right da, 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 da. not yet
1: <laughs> that's exactly I right i feel like
0: i didn't nail that
1: i feel like you could have done better but that I was is choking
0: on my laughter yeah
1: no it's just an interesting book because i feel like i tend to be a pretty morally black and white person and that was the first time where i understood the shades of gray and not the 50 shades of gray kind but where this woman is, like, having an affair, she does all of these things, like, she's not a great mother, she's not a great wife. So relatable. All of these things, <laughs> so relatable. As a 15-year-old, I was like, I totally relate, I'm terrible at these things also. <laughs> but, like, you, I actually was able to relate to her and then understand, like, hey, these bullshit standards that we hold women to, like, why is it that I came into this book judging and hating this character so much? And then you start to actually question yourself and say, like, what the hell? If a man did all of these things. I wouldn't think twice about it. And then the ending is, like, so exquisite and tragic that just thinking about it, it makes me want to cry. But also,
0: you know. Oh, my God.
1: I think I just spoiled that book. Wait.
0: (laughs) 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 There's a lot of bird metaphors.
1: Well, I feel like we covered the books we had to read as kids.
0: Yeah, that's slash true. Slash in
1: school. So what what would you say, like, your favorite... I don't want to say guilty pleasure because I don't believe in them. All pleasures should not make you guilty. But what's your favorite, like, something you would definitely not read in
0: school? Oh, okay. So <laughs> I love... There's two. I love pretty much anything by Lisa C. And pretty mm-hmm. much anything by Philippa Gregory. I don't know why, but, like, Philippa Gregory, the other Boleyn girl... Uh, like yes. smutty soap opera of like, you know, European antiquity. And, like this is like historical fiction. Historical fiction is my jam. Oh I, my love, God, it I so love it so much. I love accidentally learning about things while yeah. just paying attention to the scandal. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Also, I feel like they both write about strong female relationships at time points in history where women's stories didn't get written about and so the fact that they're fiction I still feel like I'm learning something because I mean there aren't stories about women from those times and if there are they're written by men yeah and so it's really hard to tell what the female experience actually was I
1: am well no I just finished the I want to say Red Sparrow trilogy so just to be clear not my favorites but it's funny because it was like totally entertaining like read the series in a week and I it was like great series to, like, walk the dog to, but the whole time all I could think was, like, oh my god, this man writing about a woman, like, just writing about her pleasure, again, spoiler alert. Was it
0: actually a man who wrote it?
1: Yeah, but, like, there's male characters, too, but, like, the main character is a female, and I just, it, like, there's so many times where you feel like men just cannot write from a female perspective, but this is just, like, the grossest example, like, Every time she masturbates, it's with a hairbrush. And I'm just like,
0: that's not a thing that's ever happened. If it has, please tell us how,
1: because I'm curious.
0: But yeah, yeah, this is like the... Please tweet us at Let's Get Lit (laughs) Podcast. And
1: tell us how we get lit with our hairbrush, because I have some hairbrushes lying around that don't really work so well for my hair up there. so You
0: don't brush your hair. I brushed it today
1: body. and someone... Did you really? I did. I showered. Sorry. I shower often. <laughs> I washed my hair today, which is pretty uncommon. <laughs> I also brushed my hair and I did not use my hairbrush to masturbate. But if you read books by male authors, they'll tell you that's what women want.
0: They do pick out weird kind of things like that. I feel yeah. like men and- assume that the kind of aggressive behavior that they enjoy in bed is... Like really exciting to women When in reality I feel like women are just like They act enthusiastic When that kind of stuff happens because they hope you'll just Finish and get it over with
1: Yeah 100% if someone is acting enthusiastic About you like Jamming anything into anything else Ugh yeah. You just want it to be over
0: Exactly Do you know what my other favorite book is that I was just thinking about is actually one that you told me to read and I know is also Oh my god your yes
1: is it historical fiction Because that would be very on theme
0: It Is and it's the red tent. (sighs) I love the red tent. I love periods.
1: I love the thought of like sitting with a bunch of other women on their periods. Really? Yeah. Well, it's basically like having friends or working with women or living with women and then having that moment of realizing you're all on the same cycle. That's true. But more intense because you're resigned to this tent where you have to all hang out and just bleed together. And then what I just am curious like, what are the
0: what do the dudes do While you're in there
1: Ugh Probably sleep with women That aren't on their periods
0: <gasps> But there aren't any Because you're all in a tent
1: You're right Actually This would solve a lot of problems They slept with the
0: sheep In that movie Ugh Gross That's what I happened. didn't see the movie but Or in, in the, the book, book I mean
1: Okay I must have blocked that part out Because oh, yeah. I loved that book 100% Red tent One of my favorite books But I didn't remember The men sleeping with sheep But I probably was like Ugh Yes all men I <laughs> Like, that's what happens when all the women are like, hey, we're going to go on a blood camping trip for a couple of days. You're not invited. Hashtag blood camping. (laughs) It's the best way to go. It's like the original blood contracts. But yeah, that's funny. I also, like, The Dove Keepers is another historical fiction one I liked, which makes me think, like, who knew I was so into, like. I don't know if you could call it, like, biblical historical fiction, but they do pertain You went to, to- Catholic school. I know. So you're but just on a quest to just unravel Catholicism. <laughs> I just am trying to, yeah, get rid of the New Testament. The Old Testament is all you need. Are you read- kidding? It was all, like, fire and brimstone. Why do you think I'm such a fan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, so into it. But yeah, I'm trying to think of any historical fiction I liked that didn't have to do with religion. Because also, have you read Pope Joan? That is a great book. I haven't read that book. Well, I don't think anyone else has. I bring it (laughs) up a lot, and no one ever... I mean, spoiler alert, a woman pope. Also, spoiler alert, didn't actually happen. Okay, you know, fiction. Erring on the fiction side of historical.
0: Yeah, it's true. I was thinking the other day about... You, I feel like you were a big reader before I was a reader because you did Hooks on Phonics. Hooks on Phonics. Hooked on Clearly, phonics. I read first. Whoa, you did do hooked on Phonics. I didn't did you? do Hooks okay, on I Phonics. I didn't. So I have I was, no regrets.
1: It took, the first word I ever read was bat, b a t, and I vividly remember bat,
0: bat, bat.
1: And then I got a pair of earrings for learning my first word.
0: Were they bat earrings?
1: They should have been, but my mom was just like not on top of it. She just like went to Claire's and bought me the earrings I asked for. Oh. But she did teach me that, like, you know, bribery works.
0: That's true. Yeah. So, anyway, you read before I did. I did. So, I feel like.
1: Oh my god, if we're gonna talk about like childhood books, Sweet Valley. That's what I was
0: just gonna say.
1: Fear Street, written by R.L. Stein.
0: Really? Because I got into the Goosebumps, but I didn't know Fear Street was a thing.
1: Goosebumps was not smutty enough for me. Like, to be clear, when I was in first grade, I remember trying to read Sweet Valley Kids because that was targeted to me, and I was like, ugh, not smutty enough. And so then I tried Sweet Valley Twins, and I'm like, I'm liking this, but it only lasted about three months. Sweet Valley High. And then Sweet Valley High came along and oh my god. And I remember trying to graduate to Sweet Valley University and then I thought, actually there's a lot of sex in this. I'm not ready for this. So I waited like two more years to get into the Sweet Valley University, you know.
0: That's so funny. I actually had no idea that there was anything other than Sweet Valley High. Oh my god. Because that's all you read. That was the
1: original SVU. I didn't even realize until now.
0: I never read any of those books. But I also feel like for someone who's such an avid rule follower, you, like, really edged on the line of smutty literature.
1: I had quite a libido for a child, I have to say. I, you know, my mom, well, no, we're not sharing personal information, but, you know, there's a vibrating toothbrush <laughs> in my house at one point, and to be clear, that has nothing to do with my mom. I feel like, you know, just let me make that clear. That's a non sequitur. But... Um. Yeah, I I found that very young in life, and then I was like, oh my god, these Sweet Valley books. For some reason, after I read them, I want to brush my teeth or whatever.
0: So the hairbrush comes full circle. Maybe oh he's talking god. about a vibrating Maybe hairbrush. Maybe he
1: was confused. Maybe someone told him <clears throat> about vibrating toothbrushes, and he's like, women love this when they're by themselves and there's no men around. They just get the brushes. He he missed the memo somehow. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no. Oh, that was such a good book. But so you know what else we read? What? We both read, because we read this kindergarten through eighth grade. We went to school together at oh. that point. The Outsiders by oh S.E. Hinton. I
0: remember you having the biggest crush on, like, Pony Boy.
1: How dare you. Who was it? Soda Pop.
0: Oh, excuse me.
1: <laughs> okay, and I'm now going to have to change my passwords for saying this, but, like, since fifth grade on all of my passwords have had some variety of Soda true. Pop in them. And I remember at one point actually giving Brandy my password to, like, Netflix or something like that. And I was like, you know, it's Soda Pop 5078! exclamation point, And you saying, like, okay, really? Like, all your passwords still have Soda Pop in them? There's something, like, reassuring about that, but also terrifying. And to this day, yeah, I'm going to have to find a new muse because now if people ever figure out... My accounts, they're going to just be like, soda pop, some number, I'm in.
0: Well, it's good you never read books about men anymore.
1: Yeah, now I've moved on to books about hairbrushes.
0: Actually, the only books about men that I like to read are books <coughs> where men are like murderers or something really aggressive. Oh, yes. Which, for or some murder. reason... Or murder. Oh, yeah, also that. But I, I feel like I'm a big fan of, and I don't think you like these books as much as I do, but I kind of like sci-fi books, and I feel like they're almost always about men, I do think you like sci-fi
1: more than I do. I'm trying to think of any sci-fi book that I've loved, but I feel like they're always genre bending, where people are like, like, why can't I think anything by Margaret Atwood? Love, okay. but that's not really sci-fi.
0: I count that as sci-fi. If
1: you do, or any- like
0: dystopian, maybe I should phrase it different. Ooh, dystop- dystopian. I like
1: some dystopian. Dystopian
0: fiction. ten Well, yeah, because like Clockwork Games, Orange.
1: Clockwork Orange. Yeah, exactly.
0: Fahrenheit 451, all of those. Oh my books. god, um, Station
1: Eleven. Yeah, you haven't read it yet, but you need to. Everyone needs to read Station Eleven. It's amazing. Actually, what read? I read that. I read that one recently. It was really good. <laughs> Tell right. us more about sci-fi.
0: <laughs> so I was gonna say I really like sci-fi. Um, one of the books that I read relatively recently, like within the past couple of years, was called The Sparrow. Have you read it? I haven't. I'm I have it here. You can borrow it. it if you want. Excellent. It. It's basically about these scientists who find intelligent life on another planet and they went through this Well, you're not
1: gonna find it here.
0: I know. Sorry, Hashtag that got men. depressing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Hashtag yes all men. <laughs> um but I feel like also I have I always I have like more of a science background and you're more like literature and humanities. Yeah. Which is probably why you pick all these really interesting historical books and i have books that are different well but it's good it's a good balance it's a good balance and i'll make you read books that you don't like and you'll make me read books i don't like and
1: vice versa and that's something i definitely thought about when we even just started talking about doing a book club and like what kind of books do we read and i was really excited to have any kind of like encouragement to read books outside of my like typical Genres Even if I read different genres I feel like I always read books that like Are either female authors Or like these kind of like strong female characters Mm -hmm. Like looking at all my favorite books I was like wow Where are the men Or like you know Where are people that like I don't relate to as much Like I am definitely drawn to people That are more like me when I'm looking for narrators Because I feel like I can relate to them But I feel like some of my favorite books Are ones where it's something that's so outside of, like, a setting I can even consider, or it's someone that lives so far away. It's something that's so different, and you actually feel like you learned something, or you lived in someone else's shoes for however long it took you to read that book.
0: Oh, you know what that makes me think of? What? Did you read Kite Probably Runner? Probably not. I by... didn't. Oh my god.
1: I know. I'm the only one that hasn't read, read that. It's been on my to-read list forever. Did you
0: read A Thousand Splendid Sons? No, but it's also oh on my, god. my to-read list.
1: I know. Yeah, it's
0: so good. So it's good. always
1: books like that I know that I'm gonna just cry the whole time. Oh, I cried. And I know that doesn't mean I shouldn't read them, but it oh. just, I never feel like, yeah, I'm in the mood for, like, soul-crushing sadness. Okay.
0: Can I backtrack really quickly? Yeah. I have a funny, sad story about A Thousand Splendid Sons. Oh, God. So, it's, you'll laugh because it's humiliating and funny at the same time. Excellent. So, I used to work at a coffee shop when I was in college, kind of, mm-hmm. close to your house. Mm-hmm. And... I worked a 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. shift. And so Gross. in the early, early mornings between about 5 a.m. and 6.30 a.m., there was nobody there. There was, like, the occasional couple of people there. So in the mornings, I would sit there and read. So it was pre-Kindle and I don't no, think You even had things. to, like, bring a book with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't I even think there like was no like smartphones. Or I anything. couldn't... Exactly. You know what I had? I had one of those old uh, Blackberries, mm. which I think had the internet, but barely. Anyway, so I was reading A Thousand Splendid Suns. And it was great. And I was finishing the ending of it, and I was crying, and someone walked into the coffee in shop. Public? Oh, yeah. And it was this guy, and he used to come in all the time, and he was maybe without a home. Homeless, you might say. Yeah, it was debatable. I couldn't really decide what he was or wasn't, but. He was a vagabond. Yeah, a vagabond. That's a nice word for it. But he would come in all the time and he would always try to talk to me and he was a little bit bizarre. (coughs) You're excused. Thank you. And so he was like, Why are you crying? And I was like, Oh, I just finished this book. It's really good. And then I didn't see him again for a week. And then a week later, he comes back with a fucking cassette. Tape, what? And he has written a song about me in which he elaborates. I should, Do you, you know, have
1: this song? No, I feel I like don't. we need to play oh it. Oh my
0: god, I wish I did. But <laughs> I don't know what I did with it.
1: I feel like that could be our intro music. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> so in the song, he's like strumming his guitar and he's like, And Brandy cries at a thousand splendid songs. <laughs> <laughs> You are like, and yes, I'm, that's
1: exactly what happened. And he's
0: sitting there. He's like watching me as I play this song. And he has one of those cassette, um, what are they, like the Walkman kind of things. Yeah. And I have the headphones in. And he's sitting there Way nodding. to date yourself. Nodding and smiling at me. Okay, to be fair, this was out of date when he okay. brought it to me. <laughs> You're I like, had this an is iPod. <laughs> like this was, this was outdated technology. <laughs> and he brought this to me and he was sitting there like smiling and nodding. And I'm sitting there with the headphones on trying not to Die of humiliation and trying humiliation not to, laugh, he's trying like, not you're to laugh, but no one else can sympathize with me. I think oh, he ended God. up taking it with him. I don't think he ended up giving it to me. But can it was. Can I just say, a like, he songs. definitely
1: cheered you up, though.
0: But it was like a week later. I was not depressed <laughs> you're anymore. You're like,
1: I've read another book by now. Yeah,
0: and also there was a lot of weird lyrics in there, and one of them was when he was describing my hair texture as being. Like, really, really curly, which it's not. And so I felt like he maybe wrote maybe the song it was for the someone town. else. And then... No, it wasn't. It wasn't even curly then. Maybe you had curled your hair that day. I don't know. Do you remember? I don't. But my hair has never been curly. So anyway, I feel like he wrote the song about someone else, and then they rejected him, so then he inserted an excerpt... Can you say it? Inserted an excerpt about me into it? Why not? Anyway. That's my story about A Thousand splendid Sons. It's not sad, I feel like sad, I've been
1: meaning to read it forever, and... After I finish A Tree Grows in Bo- Bookland. In Bookland. Actually, that's more, like, podcast appropriate. Bookland. <laughs> I will try that one.
0: Can we backtrack for a little bit and just say that Star Fine. has a lot of a- hypochondriac tendencies. What does it have to do with
1: anything? Is
0: that she's currently having an undiagnosed stroke. Okay. Which makes her- sense. <laughs> I've
1: already had it, and now I'm feeling the lifelong effects. So
0: I feel like we got through our books, kind of. At least we kind
1: of. I feel like we didn't actually talk about any of our favorites, but like, yeah, you know, we got it there a
0: little bit. Ish. I feel like as long as we. I feel
1: like we've read books before, and so we're qualified to run this podcast
0: slash book club. And you know what? We're
1: somewhat literate.
0: That's true, and I think that we both are supporters of our local libraries. Huh? I have a library card.
1: I have five library cards. I don't think that's legal. Yeah, it is. Do you think I'm gonna be arrested? <laughs> I have all sorts of anxiety. No, <laughs> anywhere I've ever lived, I always the first thing I do is get a library card, and it's not like they're like, "Ma'am, you've left. Turn in your library card." So I hold on to them, and like the online services are great. You can get e-books for your Kindle. You can get audiobooks. So I mean, I buy books when I have to and when I'm desperate, but usually, I just use one of my five library cards.
0: That being said, support your local
1: library. Or your former local libraries. That's I true. support them all.
0: That's true. <laughs> do you want to talk about your favorite drinks? You have oh more favorite God. drinks than I do.
1: No, I don't think that's true. Really? No, I am, like, very specific. Obviously, I just feel like, number
0: one, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you tequila. I feel like for a really, really long time, my favorite drink was gin. Mm. Oh. I know, right? Until I almost just threw up on Yeah, you. until I had a throwing up incident. And now Welcome my to the club. right. I don't know why I loved it so much. It was just delicious. But you know what it was? <sighs> I had a gin martini, and then I took a hot bath, and then I why? wanted. Why? I don't know. Like how could I was these in things my exist 20s. together? Who Life takes was a hot different. bath
1: in their twenties? No one has aches and pains. At oh, that point. I've
0: always had aches and pains. I've had aches and pains since I was like seven. I was like my back, <laughs> 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 my back's <excuse> killing me.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, you've had a really hard You life. know,
0: it's really fortunate that I didn't actually have to wear a back brace, because that could have been my life.
1: At that point, let's be clear, you wore a
0: back brace all last week. Oh my god, I did, I threw it on my back, you guys. It's I really know. embarrassing, let's not talk about it. Let's skip to my next favorite okay, drink, next which favorite I've drink. aged into. I drink white wine, and if you would have asked me... What
1: kind? Or just anyway. And no. you go to a bar, you're like, white wine, please. No,
0: I don't do that because that's what peasants do. When <laughs> I go to the bar, I say, I would like a Chardonnay, please. And when they ask me, oh, we have two Chardonnays, I say, I look at the menu and I think, what's the cheaper one? And I'm like, oh, I'd love the Sonoma County Chardonnay, please. Because I act like Sonoma County is really the one I want. But in reality, I don't want to pay $14 for a Chardonnay. That's I'd like fair. a nice $10 Chardonnay because we live in the freaking bay area and chardonnay's ten dollars even though it's not actually ten dollars but if i am buying wine for my house my favorite thing to have is Rombauer Chardonnay. Oh,
1: my God. I even
0: joined their wine club because I got a little tipsy and was really into it. And it's amazing. In, man. It's so good, though. It's
1: so good. Right? You also were the one that got me hooked on that.
0: It's amazing. And I
1: owe you my life for that. Yeah. It's also funny because I, I mean, obviously I love wine, too. Another alcohol, basically, like, a sister of tequila. They're all sisters of tequila as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, I didn't really like white wine for a long time. I didn't either. And then... I don't know what it was. I feel like I hit my late 20s and my body was like, I know we're in our 20s, but I feel like we're in our 50s and all of a sudden I loved a real buttery shard.
0: Oh my God. That's the exact same process that I went through. I remember, it must be menopause. It must be. It must be like ugh, mini pause.
1: Mini pause. Yes. yes. Mini
0: pause is when you start liking white wine in your 20s.
1: I mean, technically we're only three months apart, but you are definitely the older twin.
0: I am. Much like Elizabeth
1: Wakefield in Sweet Valley High. (laughs) I'm going to plug that for life.
0: Do do they still make those books? Are they still in existence? I
1: don't think they do, but I still have all of them. And my hope is that one day they will make such a resurgence that I can make my... Well, ugh, I was going to say make my millions off of them. Would you and sell them? And then I just was realized I would never sell them because I love them so much. I will also say Brandy and I loved playing Barbies as a kid, which I know is not very woke, but, like, it was the generation we were born into. And I feel like I had great Barbie storylines because I read Sweet Valley. You
0: did always have really good Barbie storylines. Like,
1: it was like, so this one died and took the other one's place, and then this boyfriend, like had this, like, gay crisis and realized, like, he wasn't into women, so therefore she had an affair with this married man, and Brandy was over there like, my Barbie's going to prom, and I was like,
0: you're so
1: basic, like, I moved so far, like, prom was just, like, the incident in which someone was murdered that, like, was the catapult to my story. I was just about to say,
0: my entire storyline was like, someone is going to prom, and it's great. Anyway. So for our episode next week, we are going to be reading our first book, which will be Confederacy of Dunces*, and our drink pairing is going to be Brandy Milk Punch.
1: Dairy or non-dairy, depending on how much you, you know, value the taste of
0: things. Exactly. So saddle up your couch and take off your (laughs) pants and get some... Dairy booze Up in your face And listen to us Talk about books That sounds really Unappealing No
1: I feel like that Should actually be The about me section But you know Whatever (laughs) Let's get lit (laughs) Let's get lit